And we're back on the B block of the Media Virus Podcast here with Professor Mike Latouris, Matty Rockdeff, and Grease Monkey Pete. And somebody's sending a message in the uh, chat there. It's making noise underneath. Matt, Pete, can one of you guys check that out while I babble on about the fact that we've got a couple of things going on here in this B block. Um, there is an article that Matt put in the link list that made me quite angry. I knew I was going to strike a chord with you with that one. I love my coffee. And and the, the title of this is actually, actually perfect. It's called An Indecent Proposal, which I think it is indecent. It's horrible. Should coffee be regulated like alcohol? And I say, no, it should not. Um, so uh, do you want me to read you a little bit of the article or give you the gist of what I got from let's, it? Let's get the gist of what Mike got out of the, out of the article because it's not – it's long-winded. And, it know. is. It is. They basically think that if they – if they regulate the consumption of coffee, uh, much like they do alcohol and cigarettes, so that you have to be of age to, to purchase and consume, that they'll be able to uh, normalize the wages in the coffee industry, which are, are traditionally low uh, with the people who do the hardest work and, and, and have kind of the most risk uh, making the least. Uh, the actual coffee farmers don't make very much per pound. Uh, whereas everybody else involved in the operation makes more than them, but still not a shit. I mean, it really money. sounds like the coffee farmers should just get fucking smarter. I, I mean, that's one way of looking at it. I mean, the the bottom line is, I don't, th- I, I don't, I rarely think that regulation is the answer, especially when it comes to a commodity. But how do, how does that? It doesn't make sense. Like, oh, we're going to regulate it, so we're you're going to have to be a, a certain age to purchase it, and beyond, and and like beyond that. What, how does that put they, money they, in anybody's? Well, they believe they'll be able to, to, to stem the demand back a bit. And then the, it, the farmers will then gain some more control over the market without have so that they, they're, it's to a point where they're kind of leaned on pretty hard to keep, keep pumping more coffee, keep pumping more coffee by, by stemming the demand, they would be able to regain some control, I suppose. I don't know. I don't see how that happens. What they want to do is, first of all, this is nanny state bullshit. This is some fucking soccer mom who doesn't think it's healthy for Sabrina to be drinking coffee at her age. That's what this is, you know, some goofy shit, goofy bullshit. Women want to fucking control every aspect of your fucking life. This gives me a great idea, though. But... Secondly, it, it's going to create more of a large. You're going to need a government entity to oversee all of this. That's like, bullshit. Well, all that, you need right, is coffee. Send coffee. Right. You're going to have to. You're going to have to have sting operations sending 17 year old year old kids in to buy coffee and then arrest baristas for serving underage coffee. It's ridiculous. It why? No, no. I'm, I'm I'm thinking the other side of that, Matt. Let's make money. Let's, 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 you know, pimp ourselves out at coffee shops. Be like, yo, you want some coffee, kid? Get it. <laughs> give, me, give me $20. <laughs> and, you know, use a, use a different name every time. You know, like, you I'm going to I'm, I'm I'm need four large grande coffees. Dude, I've lived, I, I, I am not having uh, distribution of a controlled substance to a minor <laughs> on my record. Trafficking of brewed coffee. <laughs> Trafficking of coffee. <laughs> Brewed coffee. It, it would be a different charge than beans. Yeah. What I mean, what, what happens if you got beans? You know, 
You get caught. Get caught with oh, a grinder. Dude. You're you're pro- like in, you're processing and manufacturing. Intent to process. Yeah, processing. Make a, cappuccino. Make a cappuccino, man. That's federal charges. <laughs> oh shit! It's fucking. But who comes up with this? Seriously, who comes up with this? I, I don't know. It's it it is silly. It's it's absolutely silly. But um, should be beaten. Now listen. Here's the thing. Should there should it be? Uh, uh, you know, should the people farming make more money? Sure, but they're also in control of production, or they're or they're not. And if they're not, then they're just slaves, right? And need need to be. We don't need to regulate coffee to set slaves free. No, no. no we have we have military and we have par- paramilitary agencies that can go out and take care of that quite quickly. And, and you the, need help. And the guys that work <laughs> for those agencies are trainable, so we could probably get them to farm the coffee too. I mean, <clears throat> so we I don't want to take anybody's AG. job away. I don't want to take anybody's, you know, if they like farming coffee, just pay them, pay them enough to, you know, like, yeah, I so. feel like I, I don't, I don't see how punishing the end user helps anything. Well, the thing is, well, that's their argument that every, every solution will punish the end user because if we start paying, if, if, if we get to a point where the people in the coffee industry are making a reasonable wage for what they're doing coffee will be unaffordable by the brewed cup well there was a time where coffee was like a, a commodity Still, you know yeah, it is a commodity so it's traded on I mean, futures so i mean i don't i don't necessarily mind paying you know paying paying more per cup is not as dumb as having a regulatory agency make sure that we don't sell it to people who are underage. Right. That's because right. I mean that's idiot that's, thinking. That's, that's overkill. Now that's some shit you take care of at home. You drink p- coffee when your parents say you can drink coffee. Right. Or you just sneak it. Right. But the government right. doesn't have a say in that. No. No, it does not. Just I mean it, it just it reminds me like soda tax. Like still, people still like you get uh, two see, liter of soda and fill. I see big same. fat ass people drinking soda all the time, right? So it didn't it didn't make anybody lose weight. It made them figure right. out how to buy soda outside the city of Philadelphia, right? And that's all you're doing. But you know what? It, it, I mean, from what we were just having a conversation off the air with Staff Writer Bill, uh, you know, there was rioting yesterday. He said he couldn't buy lunch. There was no he couldn't go. There was no convenience store. There was no fast food restaurants. There was nothing abound for him to get food. Because there was riots and looting and everything was damaged, because, right? Right, right, exactly. So, you know, between that and how, you know, the taxation on the, it's it, it, it's all a culmination of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people who are lucky enough to be able to get outside the city are going to be able to survive. If you're not. You're going to have a real fucking problem. I didn't realize there was that. I didn't hear from. I mean, actually, Matt texted me earlier. Um, but uh, I have to check on him. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't you he know. more or less he's not far from that much, neighborhood? Not at all. He, I would. Some would say he's in that neighborhood. Right. Some would say he isn't. You know. But still, I mean, when when I'm not in the city of Wilmington and I'm not near downtown, but I'm close enough that when we had riots downtown. I was I was ready to have to leave here if I had to. Oh, well, 
or defend it, whichever or, whichever way it worked out. But I was ready. I mean, the world's going just, to shit. Just go up the street to Dean's house. The world's going to shit, and we're worrying about coffee consumption of miners. It's ridiculous. But the fact is, it's they're pretty balls out about it. It's not about the miners. No, I got you. At all. Why, why are we? It, no. It's not. But it is. Right. They're getting screwed because they're not getting coffee. Right. And coffee is wonderful. Right. And I'll fight anybody dude, who says it's not. Dude, I put coffee in my kids' baby bottles. Coffee is delicious. I can't I drink it anymore. I, I personally can't drink coffee, but I love coffee. I can't drink. Hey, oh, I can't. Yeah. I heard you can. I can't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I love cigarettes. I heard you can get that mushroom powder that you like and put it right in your coffee, and it makes a good coffee. I'd imagine it would. You know, it, yes. it would go well with coffee. Somebody who, uh, somebody who I follow on Facebook, made a post this morning about how just how wonderful mushroom powder in your coffee is. Right, because they tout it as this is a, a coffee substitute, or at least the mud water does. Right. Ugh. So, what are you icking? The the mud water reference. It sounds it's, nasty. It, it well, I had a generic of it, and I don't mind it one bit. It's pretty good. Okay. But uh, we uh, we have an update, don't we? Mike? I, that's what I'm hearing. It I, I haven't listened through, so we'll, we'll be we'll be enjoying this for the first time all together. Um, but uh, resident resident expert Becky. That's right. Our resident uh, expert on the subject matter at hand has. Uh, <clears throat> has called in and left us about five and a half minutes of audio. Um, we're going to get started with that. Um, let's get right into it, see what's going on. Yeah, sure. Hi, um, Matt and Media Virus team. Um, this is Becky. I am sorry that I can't uh, make the show tonight. However, uh, I did want to touch base with you because, boy, has it been a crazy week. I just wanted to give uh, just a quick um, synopsis of what's going on in the world. So being a Philadelphia-based um, show, your listeners and yourselves are obviously Eagles fans, so you know who Jason Kelsey is. Um, so you probably know who Travis Kelsey is. Now, um, for anyone that does it or that needs clarification, so Jason Kelsey is a center for the Philadelphia Eagles, all-around good guy. We love him, you know, Hall of Fame bound, um, just, a, just, a, just a, a, a true Philadelphian hero, right? So last year in the Super Bowl, the Eagles played the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, um, Travis Kelsey, now, the people will say Travis Kelsey is at the height of his own career, um, you know, one of the best running backs in the league, um, blah, 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 blah. We all know what happened there. You know, uh, Uncle Travi won, you know, the Eagles off the Super Bowl. Okay, fine. So, about six weeks ago, um, so the Kelsey brothers have a podcast themselves, um, and on their podcast, um, J uh, Jason asked Travis how his trip to the Taylor Swift Eras tour was. And he said it was a great show, but he was disappointed that he didn't get to meet her 
because she doesn't see anyone before or after the show. Because if you guys don't know, Taylor Swift puts on a three and a half hour show of dancing, singing, and just being a fucking badass rock star. Don't fight me. You'll never fucking convince me otherwise that Taylor Swift is a rock star. She's a fucking rock star. So uh, he says, you know, Taylor Swift doesn't need anybody. She has to save her voice. So something about the Eras tour, if you guys don't know, um, there's a line in Taylor Swift song that says, make the friendship bracelets. So when the Eras tour was announced, you know, the Swift fandom decided that they were going to, you know, run with that. And they were going They call them Swifties, don't they? That's the name of the fans, not the bracelets. Right, right. I, That's I, what I mean. I call them retards. Well, um, I mean, I'm the, with you, the, Maddie. I, I pause that. The one thing that I will agree with, I, I don't know about Rockstar, but there is something to be said for someone who has the stamina to perform at that level for three solid hours. No, yeah, she's a fantastic I, performer. I, I can respect her as a performer. I don't and, necessarily and like song, it. Her, some of her songs are really good. Well, I, it, it's, I, I do, like, it, Taylor Swift is, is the least annoying of all of the female pop stars. And and she, she's she got a knack for writing a pop hit. Let's be honest. But I'm, I'm, I'm having flashbacks of my wife and I and... and making friendship bracelets <laughs> and she's like oh my god friendship bracelets are so big right now and that's all she never said it was ever attached to taylor swift or anything. She just, you probably but, have the most taylor swift specific friendship bracelet from your wife <laughs> and she's no, like look at this ass all running around in a swifty bracelet <laughs> i thought it was i thought it was weird that it said anti-hero i thought <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's keep let's let's keep yeah, yeah. with Becky's update here. Gonna make friendship bracelets and trade them at the Eras tour. I can say it for a fact that I did go and I did trade friendship bracelets. So <laughs> that's where she got cut off. <laughs> oh no, Becky. Um, Becky is a is a Swifty. She's it, it would seem her. I th- I'm trying to think. She just turned forty, so she's kind of sort of at the she she's on the on the the old Swifty kind of. Her her her. She, her she's on the birthday, outside. Her birthday party was a 1989 theme, so. So yeah, I mean she's she's uh, now to, like to me, nineteen eighty nine is all about like Guns and Roses, yes. ACDC, appetite AC/DC. for destruction. You couldn't escape it; it was everywhere. It was the dude, the greatest album it is you've a, ever heard. It, it's a you, it, it's a great album to this day. No, I know, but the, when you first when you, like when you first hear you know the album, you're yeah, like, just just the the two peaks like Welcome to the Jungle and Paradise City, uh-huh. they're phenomenal the driving songs. drums the 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 power lyric and, and the sweet, guitar sweet child of mine like jesus yeah. christ dude that when that song came out like it was it was incredible i mean we're now gonna have to post appetite for, for destruction, destruction to the website yep yeah absolutely um and, and i think we should i mean came out in 1987 okay. or 88 uh was when the album dropped and then singles after that and there were a lot of singles from the album the album actually went on to uh unseat Michael Jackson's Thriller as the the top selling album of all time, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. 
It's fantastic. And if it didn't unseat it, it's it's the it's the next one there. It's like it's they're, they're both exponentially above and beyond a lot of things. Um, so <laughs> you know that's what I think of when you you know like classic rock and shit. You know, so we have a different we had a different idea of what 1989 was about. Yeah. So <laughs> but, <laughs> we're we're going to we're going to move into her next call, which is another two and. Another 225-ish. Um, so she starts off with a, a not-so-safe-for-work commentary on the um, on the voicemail. And the I, guess it, I guess not-safe-for-work is probably f- just funny for us to say because we're never safe for work. And Not for nothing. If you're listening to this at work, I hope you're, if you're not wearing headphones, <laughs> I hope you have... We're always dangerous cool, all the time. Cool co-workers. I mean, our first block, I think we talked about smoking goat shit for <laughs> sheep shit. Way we too long. Smoking <laughs> sheep shit for like 10 minutes. And, and I, I, the one thing that I we know still about it, it'll work. <laughs> the one thing we know about it is it's still shit. Still. It, even in the B block, still shit. Your shitty ass fucking voicemail hung up on me. Anyway, so Travis Kelsey says. He was disappointed he didn't get to give Taylor the friendship bracelet he made for her with his number on it. Not for nothing. There are definitely gay people who play football. I mean, he's about <laughs> he's about to bang Taylor Swift, so or he it, has banged Taylor Swift. What if Taylor Swift was a dude and had a huge hog? No, that would just be funny. <laughs> All these little friendship bracelets. <laughs> wrapped around that hog. Isn't she like freakishly tall? I don't know about freakishly, but it, she's she's relatively tall. Okay. There's a conspiracy theory that's that says that uh Taylor she's Swift really. Taylor Swift is the reincar- reincarnation of Anton LaVey's daughter. Anton LaVey was the uh the headmaster of the Church of Satan. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> Ooh. There's a deep dive. I'll I'll dig. We'll we'll do an episode on Taylor Swift. Okay. Um, we'll do a B. We're gonna do this. Is what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a B block of Taylor Swift, and we're gonna get Becky on. Yes. And right. and every every positive she, that she has, we we're gonna have to find, even if it's the most ridiculous claim, something that's off the wall. Yes. And something that something that that's negative enough that she'll have to respond to it, even if it's insane. Two of my favorite quotes are Taylor Swift makes makes music for girls who give teethy head. <laughs> <laughs> Toothy head, yeah, I get that. Go ahead. And uh oh, if if Taylor Swift ever dated me, she'd write a song about doing cocaine and getting butt fucked. <laughs> 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 I feel both of those comments way too deeply. Yeah. <laughs> they they strike very deep near my heart. <laughs> That's what, you know, so. Okay, so more about what Becky thinks. His brother said, which number? Um, 87 or... And he said, you know which number. Okay, but that was cute. Blah, 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 blah. Some new, a lot of news reports... Um, you know, they reported on it, whatever. Then you start seeing more and more and more news reports of 
that they're hanging out, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So fast forward to Sunday, game day Sunday, and I am watching the red zone, and what do I see but a one-miss Taylor Swift in the fucking luxury box at the Kansas City Chiefs game. Now, people are loving this. This is the relationship America needed and wanted. This is the best news in America since, I mean, I don't even know. I, I, I don't know. So, after the game, uh, Travis took Taylor Swift out in his, uh, I don't know if it's like a Cutlass or um, a Chevelle. I, I'm not sure. But he took her out on a drive, and they drove away from the stadium in the getaway car, if you know, you know. And then they rented out a uh, restaurant in Kansas City. And so it is confirmed that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are hanging out. And I personally couldn't be more invested in anything in my life. And I just thought that maybe your listeners would like to know the tea. So that is the tea. And um, I will keep you updated on uh, as this story develops because it is a developing story. And um, I guess that's it. Um, Eagles, 3-0. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Okay. So – uh, while that was finishing up, I took a moment uh, because I knew Pete wouldn't do it without being prompted. Uh, it happened to be a 1970 Chevelle 408 Stroker convertible. Oh, a convertible is a big statement. Now they that had to be planned. I mean, they had to like, oh, we're going to leave in a convertible so everybody can see us. I'm I'm trying to find. Nah. I'm trying. Ooh, I'm trying to find images of Travis Kelsey's car. Right, so I found a conspiracy theory that uh, Taylor Swift is dead and she's a replica. <laughs> oh, uh, I bet the top wasn't the only thing that went down on that convertible. <laughs> a lot of Christians will not listen to Taylor Swift anymore. They believe she's crossed the line. She's doing way too much demonic shit. There's a really interesting new crazy conspiracy theory about one of her songs in particular. The craziest conspiracy theory ever about Taylor Swift is that she is the rejuvenated clone of the high priestess of the Church of Satan, Zena Lovett. Their lips, nose, eyes are identical. They both happen to have the same fixation of snakes and snake handling. And it's insane because they're both renowned singer-songwriters. Like, that's their main job. Each of them, they have too much in common. Now, in 2023, there's definitely been an uptick in the amount of demonic symbolism in Taylor Swift's music videos and songs. This amazing Christian TikToker, Karoo, got millions of likes for saying, that's why I don't listen to Taylor Swift anymore as a Christian. His theory that he talks about specifically is about the Willow music video where there's this string attached to her piano and anytime someone hears her play music, they get entranced and obsessed with her. They want to be by her. And his whole point was that people get so obsessed with Taylor to the point where they're almost worshipping her like she has their soul or something. In the video, she's on her ritualistic witch ceremony shit. He thinks all those ores represent people. So that's the so, one. Not the specific TikTok I saw the first right. time. but So I think we should jump on that trend. That's fun. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm looking at Travis Kelsey's uh, 1970 Chevelle Super Sport here. Um, it looks like it's it's a resto mod, if I had to guess, and uh, I, there's no great pictures of it available. Uh, and it doesn't have a tag on it. Tags removed, so that's a little suspicious. 
Unless he just keeps it around with no tag on it so he can... I don't know. There's no good reason for that. Whenever he gets pulled over, he's... You know, everybody knows who he is, so... You still have to register your car. It's one of those things. I don't know, man. Not for the super rich. They can do whatever they want. Maybe. I think so. But uh, yeah, I, I I really think we should put together a a, uh, a Taylor Swift B block and just hammer Becky with all kinds of negativity and see where she goes. She'll take it. I know she will. She'll that's why. I, that's why I'm like, suggesting it. She'll fire right back. It's, it's we might get her heated. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> And I mean it. Bring the craziest shit we can find. Well, the Zena LeVay thing is, is that's pretty good. Pretty, that's pretty crazy, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Taylor Swift's breath smells like Travis Kelsey's jockstrap. I don't think there's anyone that's disputing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do it? <laughs> well, maybe we do, though. Maybe we can we can try. Are you are you scared of Becky? No, I just want to you know I want to do a classy show. I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to be a complete degenerate and scare off every woman that ever comes on the show. So maybe a little. So what you're saying is less talk about about uh, Taylor Swift's breath smelling like Travis Kelsey's jockstrap. I mean, let's we could say something a little classier. You know. Do you find penis to be classier? Yes. So Taylor Swift's breath smells like Travis Kelsey's penis doesn't bother you the same way? Well, no. I mean, not as jockstrap is horrible. <laughs> you think? You, know. <laughs> you, ever, you ever smell the jockstrap? Well, I mean, I just, I, it's the same implication, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think we all know why her breath would smell that way. <laughs> I mean, you just don't like thinking of, of his game-worn undies. <laughs> which some some guys our age would would probably give a testicle to have his game worn undies because there's football guys like that. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, let the guy take a shower, you know. <laughs> Ask the guy to take a shower for fuck's sake. It's like, hey, you just played football. Can you get that thing away from me? Can you go wash? Yeah, put that away. Scrub it. Scrub it with Clorox. Go wash it really fast and hard. <laughs> maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just meet you in bed and we can go to sleep. <laughs> faster, harder, faster, harder. More soap. I don't know. Something tells me that, that Taylor Swift is a terrible, terrible in bed. Probably, like she just, yeah. She's probably just like a starfish. Yeah, I mean, she... Yeah. Like all that dancing that's, and shit. She's like, that's, that's for guess. the stage. Right. That's you know? my guess. She's just been through so many dudes. Yeah, a lot. You know I mean? A lot of dudes. But th that seems to be her muse, though, is, is getting dumped and then writing an album. Right. Yeah. So maybe she's the asshole. Well, isn't that what Antihero is about? Like, <laughs> she knows she's the problem? Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's part of it. Well, you know, you can't be, like, rich and famous... And not know you're an asshole. Yeah, I, you know, it, it it is that way. I mean, if, if you're an asshole, you generally know you're an asshole. Or if somebody brings it to your attention eventually. And you start to suspect that maybe the problem's you. <laughs> you start, yeah, you start reading some comments online. And it's, you know, it's like, wait, do I really? 
like after the 19th album about your breakup, like maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. What else is going on? Actually, I don't have that much more. And we're, we're, we've had the 10 minute warning up for about a minute now. Um, so we are ticking down the, uh, the tail end of this block. I uh, don't have a bunch more to talk about. Let's see if there's anything. Uh, it's in the old link list that we should be looking at. Or, yeah, I'll have to go to the link list. I tried to start, you know, I tried to start watching CSI. Yeah? Because I, <clears throat> there were some Which criminal one? minds. There, see, here's the thing. So there were some criminal minds episodes that I hadn't seen. Right. And, I we have Paramount Plus. I think I complained about this earlier, uh, you know, weeks ago, that we watched the show on AMC interview with the vampire. Right. And I wanted to watch the movie, but it was on uh Paramount Plus. And right. I didn't have Paramount Plus. Uh-huh. Well, my wife actually has a Walmart app. Okay. Walmart Walmart Plus, it's called. Right. And it's kind of like Amazon Prime. Right. But for Walmart, and you get Paramount. Oh. So we have Paramount. So you got it back. Good stuff. Right. So I've been, uh, Criminal Minds has like a stream, like a new, not a, a new season. Right. Now it's called Criminal Minds Evolution, but it's it's a lot of the same folks with some different add-ons. Right. I, I've, I've, I've heard about that. Uh, so I realized there was a couple of... Uh, they had rebooted Criminal Minds once before since the last time I saw the, like I watched the entire season on Netflix okay, or an entire, the entire series on Netflix and there more seasons I got. So there's just seasons I hadn't seen. Uh-huh. I watched Criminal Minds. I'm due to start watching the old ones. again. Right. I just rewatched Trailer Park Boys from the, from the beginning because I haven't seen that in like five years. And yep. That was funny. We've been fo- my wife watches a lot of me TV and, and stuff like that. And, uh, BBC America has been running bones in wow, uh, bones was a good one. And that bones was bones. Was, was I have to figure out who's David Boreanaz and, uh, yeah. Emily Deschanel. Yes. Zoe's sister. Yes, Zoe's sister. Yep. Older sister. So to amend, I want to amend my statement about the interview with the vampire, how, uh, about Lestat, Okay. Uh, I got to tell you, the new guy is a way better list stop. That's all I'm going to say. I said they were on par for each other. Right. Tom, Tom Cruise really wasn't that good. No. Really wasn't, you know? Anyway. Hmm. Uh, <coughs> I maintain that Tom Cruise isn't that really that good anyway. Yeah, he's just kind of Tom Cruise in every fucking, it's just him. Yeah. You know, except for his best role I've ever seen Tom Cruise in was in, when he was in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fant with yeah. all that makeup and shit and the big hands and the dancing. Mm-hmm. That was f- dude. It, it, it's interesting. I when you should dude, there was when we used to do the old show, like back with Rock Def Radio, when we did Fire Night Live, he, he had a cut. That cut was like, I want you to take a step back and fuck your own face. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the B block. We'll be back in the C block, and uh, we'll tell you all about um, fucking your own face, um, among other things. You can give us a call at one six four six virus zero one. Becky did it. You can too. One six four six virus zero one. 
It's the Media Virus Podcast on the Media Virus Podcast Network. We're going to get out of here again. Uh, this is the 151st episode of the B Block, uh, brought to you by 302 46 Voice, by the, the folks at uh, Marshall's Art Shop on Redbubble, and our good friend, Staff writer Bill over at the disruptive, or what did he say, disperative minds. <laughs> I think he fixed it, though. Yeah, he, so he, he said he fixed it. The, there, there were some episodes that got out there with uh, a, a, a misspelling in the logo. It was the Dispertive Minds podcast, but it is now, again, the Disruptive Minds podcast on Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back right after uh, this. Jerking them all, I jerked off all of them! <laughs>